0: Well, I was going to start off the show talking about Justin Herbert for the first 15 to 20 minutes, but uh, Brandon, he saved the day with a little Susudio. Phil Collins, I'm in a much better mood. Things are looking good. It is Fantasy Frenzy brought to you by Wilhawk Beef Jerky, home of Alberta's best beef jerky. Check them out online at wilhawkbeefjerky.com or go see them in person, Leduc's Bruce Grove, or you can come down to where we are, West Edmonton Mall. We're in the Stingray Studios and... Wilhock Beef Jerky is about a five-minute walk, I'd say. You get to the rink, you go left on the bottom level, and there's a little kiosk set up where you can grab all sorts of things. Dry rubs, pickled carrots, eggs, spicy, non-spicy varieties, sausage. you got the jerky, of course, candy, all sorts of things. A great little Christmas gift could be found at uh, Wilhawk Beef Jerky. It is Fantasy Frenzy. Talking all things fantasy sports for the next... I don't know, 53 minutes, give or take, before we hand things over to Alan Mitchell and Declan Kruger for the Lowdown with Low Tide. My name is Connor Halley, Brandon Douglas alongside with me. If you want to get text into the show, one 401 1440 is the way to do so. You can also get us via the email, Connor at Sports1440 and Brandon at Sports1440 or the old Twitter slash X machine at Connor Halley at B Douglas fourteen. 40, good morning. It is game day. The Edmonton Oilers are set to take on the Chicago Blackhawks tonight. Down at Rogers Place, 8.05, probably closer to 8.08, maybe even later in this one. Not exactly what I thought we would see when it came to the Connor vs. Connor show. thought this might be a Saturday game, maybe in Chicago. Maybe you started at 5 o'clock Mountain Time so the hockey world can see the last two generational talents meet. For the first time, but the NHL has a different plan. Tuesday night, 8 o'clock Mountain Time. That's 9 o'clock in Chicago. That's 10 o'clock out east. And if you're watching from Halifax, like our good friend Sean Brown, that is 11 o'clock. So, Brandon, don't try to get Brownie on tomorrow morning. It'll be – he he might not be staying up that late tonight.
1: I'll text him anyway.
0: Yeah, give it a go. <laughs> get, text him after the game tonight. It'll yeah. be like 2 in the morning hey there. Sean, are you, uh, you up, lols? <laughs> and he will be. Because you know that's who he is. He's, he's committed, but he's got to check the tape. The seven twenty hit would be ten twenty Halifax. Lots time. of time to sleep in, so he'd be good. Uh, last night, down at the Canadian Brew House, I was at the Jensen Lakes location. Fantastic time! For the first time, I upgraded my side dish. Oh. <laughs> you were facing a complete direction, and you just did a total one eighty. Yeah, I went for the uh, the mac and cheese or the jalapeno and bacon delicious my server i don't want to butcher her name i'm 90 percent sure it was Alyssa. I said how is it and i was like i didn't want to say anything but i'm like it's kind of spicy it was a little bit spicy it's A little spicy but it was a good mix uh alissa was fantastic she big eagles fan as i was leaving i just heard a distant go birds go birds uh jm our big winner last night went home with the frozen meat package as well as a golden ticket we had paulo as well who will be going down to the Canadian Brew House on AFC-NFC Championship Weekend. A great time out at the Jensen Lakes location. Brandon, you'll be out for the Thursday nighter. My gosh, what a game it'll be. Easton Stick versus Aiden O'Connell. I don't think we've seen a matchup like this
1: since Tyson Holyfield. I mean, hey, that's what we said last week, too, with uh, Trubisky versus Zappi. That turned out to be a pretty entertaining game. Did
0: you see... And, I mean, we we could bring up a few throws from AOC, but Easton Stick dropped
1: it in a bucket to Quentin Johnston. Maybe, maybe we'll see something here. He might be the future for the Chargers. They might <laughs> uh, be thinking about moving on from Justin Herbert. The best ability is availability, Connor. We both know that. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I'm going to be at the Manning location. And you know what, Connor? It's hard to think. This is going to be my last uh, on location Thursday night football game. Next couple ones are heading into the holiday season. The Brewhouse says enjoy your Thursday nights. So courteous. I know. That's I will. I. I mean, hey, I might not be necessarily on the clock, but if you don't think that it's going to be a very strong likelihood that I'm still at a CBH, maybe the one just down the street from my home uh, for, the fall, for the for their final two Thursday nighters game uh, games, twenty first and twenty eighth. That's a pretty strong likelihood. I'll be there all the same.
0: I don't want to like give exactly where you live away,
1: but yes, you do have a CBH within stumbling distance. Well, it depends how cold I'm assuming the weather will eventually get colder. <laughs> and by uh, mid to like, Hey, Thursday, December 21st, that's the solstice. That's the shortest day of the year. And in theory, maybe, I mean, we know it won't be the coldest cause it gets much colder here in uh, January, but um, yeah, I don't know if I'll be walking uh, at that time of year. Come summertime rooftop patio though, whoa, buddy, look I, out. I would say that's, that might be for the best, but a hundred percent. You're in a great spot.
0: The CBHs are everywhere. Uh, Manning locations. Fantastic. I went there and I was put in a booth with a TV just like literally right three feet from me. I was in heaven. It was absolutely awesome. So join Brandon down to the Manning location. That's Northeast Edmonton. If you're looking uh, locations all around the city, uh, of course, is so you can qualify at all of their locations. one 1440 is the text line. Tonight, of course, a busy one in the NHL. Uh, lots of opportunity I think for daily fantasy and that's great because we are going to talk to our good friend Jeff Ulrich of Matthew Berry's fantasy life also a contributor with DraftKings uh, talk a little daily fantasy hockey with him uh, long term as well. Uh, what's what's going to go down tonight Connor McDavid versus Connor Bedard obviously McDavid blowing him away in points uh, 13 more. Uh, but Connor Bedard does have one more goal than McDavid, so is it a good night to maybe sprinkle a little down on a McDavid goal? Maybe he wants to surpass him. We shall see. You also have the Penguins and Coyotes, Rangers, Maple Leafs, Sens, Hurricanes, Flyers, Preds, Canucks, Lightning, Flames, Golden Knights, Kraken, Panthers, Jets, Sharks. So uh, lots of opportunity to uh, to sprinkle it around a little bit, make up some points in fantasy. Like Calgary Flames team. I don't know exactly what's going on. They were up 5-3 in the second period last night in Colorado, and they end up losing 6-5. to We got some great words out of Rantanen after the game, upset about a Finnish announcer who happens to be the father of one of his teammates, Luckinen. Hashtag right?
1: this league. <laughs> I
0: mean, that's, that's, that's some drama. I didn't mean... Maybe not even for our show, but it's it's some drama to watch out for. They go into Vegas tonight, the Calgary Flames. That's a team the Edmonton right Oilers right now are fighting for in that wild card race, and the Flames kind of trending in the wrong direction, so it would seem. But that will be a good one. Uh, our our office pools fourteen forty league Brandon right now, <laughs> not a whole lot of change atop the leaderboard. I mean it's it it's going to be like slowly at this point where guys kind of make their runs or drop off. I, I'm still sitting outside that top five. I'm four points back of a bar down. Uh, Haas c- continues to lead. Koskinen 2.0. Awesome or awesome. And Boldy getting a-ho all above me. You, how's it going?
1: Uh, well, I'm once again down near the uh, near the bottom. I believe second last at the moment. Uh, but I had a good day yesterday, actually. Miko Rantanen, aforementioned. Uh, three points on the board to uh, kind of bounce back at his critics from uh, the homeland. Uh, Rupe Hintz, Kale McCarr, a couple points each. So, but a lot of action tonight. Um, it's kind of weird because obviously, I'm I'm well out of the running for this already, and uh, <laughs> we're only at the uh, start of December. But so I'm not going to use selfish reasons and say that I'm rooting for Leon Dreisaitl to not put up points because that I made the choice of Miko Rantanen over him in the second grouping. Um, so I'll abandon it. I, I will just say <laughs> I'm uh, I'm all in on uh, rooting for everyone else to do better. I'll happily take the saddle of uh, finishing last overall in our pool and uh, who knows maybe that'll come with a little punishment or something we can figure that out as we get closer to the end of the season if I'm still toiling at the bottom of, a, of the league
0: now here's one thing and we, we really need input from the listeners on this mm. one because it uh, it's pretty serious business there's a lot of different routes we could go of course when we first kicked off this show back in early September we did our survivor pool in the nfl brandon and i didn't make it out of the first month it was and that's being generous i didn't make it out of the first week brandon i, I made think, it two weeks <laughs> two maybe third no i think it was the second i got cute with it so it, it it wasn't great for us but a couple gentlemen did very well and i don't know if they want me to use their real names let's just go with duran and bendelson and they've both already reached out to me because it was serious business for them duran took the houston texans who lost to the jets Bendelson emailed me and said, hey, the Texans lost. If the Packers win, I'm the champ, right? And I said, yeah, I like your chances. Well, we didn't factor in Tommy DeVito. Think again. Come on, man. The up It It was uh, quite the performance by him down the stretch. Now, Packers defense, sloppy. Sus.
1: <laughs> like Special teams, yeah,
0: sus. Yeah, there's a lot of questions. But the, the Packers lost. So that means Dran and Bendelson currently both done but they went the furthest now we could say you guys nobody won so does the pool just go to a waste do we give them each half of the prize we were compiling well I don't know how we do that or do we keep it going and make these two gentlemen email me their official picks and I'll have to go back and make sure it's a team they haven't selected hopefully the honor system will reign true here but I I think that might be the direction we should go. I think we we need a winner.
1: I, I I'm in full agreement with this. I, I think we uh, we check the records, uh, check off everybody they've already made, and then we'll kind of manually we'll override the system here and uh, and just go mano a mano here until we have ourselves a final winner. Um, and then yeah, we'll uh we'll we'll figure out to finalize the prize package for them because I mean once again this was a very kind of hastily thrown together thing since we were on air right before the NFL season started. So it wasn't a you know confirmed thing, but I think we'll get a little something in the mix from maybe each of our uh, our great sponsors on the show. Uh, some sports fourteen forty swag, a, a lid perhaps. Yeah. Um. Cause one win, there's one winner. This is, this ain't participation trophy uh type of a setup here. Or do we're, we just we're start? Not, we're it. not about that.
0: Do we start it all over <laughs> again? Everyone's back, including you and I. You know, there there's that option as well, which I don't think we'll go to. So I think. I'll have to email them because, I mean, I hope they're listening. Please reply to me if you're listening and just say, don't worry, Connor, we got it. But that's the way we're going to go with this one. Bendel ran. We don't want a tie. We don't want two losers. We want one winner before we compile our prize pack for you, which I still don't know what it is. You know, when we decided to do this, it was like, that's future problems. We'll figure that out. I know we can get you a hat, a bottle of water, a rum butter. Maybe we can go talk to promotions and see if they have any extra things lying around. Maybe we'll get you in studio for a segment to talk about how you did it. Yes. What was the strategy? <laughs> what went into it? Enlighten us, please. They only picked the same team Oh, on five occasions and they all start with the commanders. That was a good pick to start it all off, but uh, we'll figure that out as we go in one eight three three four zero one fourteen forty is the text line. We're going to get to Jeff Ulrich in a second. Was someone's
1: coat moving or, like, uh, Tiger texting in? Uh, yeah, well, we just had Troy Murray on. Uh, he was down at the morning skate as he did the hit with us. So it, uh, I think Tiger's saying it was a, his coat rubbing. I think it was just a matter of the general ambient noise because uh, he he was right behind the glass, Troy was. So between pucks off the crossbar, mm. um, the ice, uh, cutting of the ice, coaches, players talking, et cetera, it was just a little bit of, a, of background noise. But I think I, like, call me crazy. I think that's kind of a cool wrinkle when when we're getting it like live from the source. He's at the morning skate, looking through the glass at the moment as he's doing his uh, his hit with us, and a local product, Troy Murray uh, from St. Albert, former NHLer. Thought it was a cool uh, cool addition to the program.
0: I love that ambiance. I love that sort of thing. My wife has a jacket that makes a lot of swishing, <laughs> and sometimes when we're driving, it's a little annoying. But I like that for my sports radio. I,
1: I love the reference by Tiger talking about George's pants. Um, obviously referring Seinfeld, to the, the, the suit that George goes <laughs> out of his way to hide and then come back and get because it's a half price off. And then the job interview, but then the cook poisons every, <laughs> all the people he's interviewing with. Uh, it's, that's a great episode, as virtually all of them are. Quick question from
0: DK before we get to break and come back and talk some hockey. Uh, Puka Nakua, Rashi Rice, Devontae Adams... In non-standard league I don't know what that means I was trying to think about that Is that like No PPR? Non-PPR
1: or Either way I thought standard Is like a standard league And then PPR league Or half PPR So if it's non-standard Does that mean it is PPR? Or vice versa?
0: Either way Puka Nakua takes on The Commanders That's a great matchup Very That is At home Devontae Adams gets the Chargers. But the quarterback play might be a little sus. Last time these two teams met, Khalil Mack had six sacks. He's a monster. Leads the league. He absolutely abused that defensive line. But the other side, yeah, we'll find out. And then Rasheed Rice. In New England, I mean, Rasheed Rice, he seems like the the go-to, but they're just, the Chiefs seem
1: discombobulated. This can go two ways for the Chiefs. I think they either continue to kind of wallow in this little bit of self-pity and the receivers continue to struggle to establish themselves as legitimate uh, options for Patrick Mahomes and in turn the Chiefs being legitimate contenders in the same stroke. My answer here is Puka Nakua. And I for me, it's not close. Devontae Adams isn't one of the best receivers in the league, but the Raiders kind of stink. And Aiden O'Connell, he's been fine. Uh, I don't want to kind of uh, diminish what he's accomplished in stepping in. He's been good. But like... I don't know. The Chargers' defense is looking a little bit better, like you just said. Mac is is really gotten after the quarterback well, especially the earlier meeting with the Raiders. So that uh, just the matchup doesn't entice me too much. And yeah, I'm I'm not trusting any Chiefs receivers. I'm just not. So yeah. like, and I've I've been a proponent of Rasheed Rice uh, most of this season, and maybe in and out to, at my choosing. But I think it's Nakua here, and, and kind of open and shut case.
0: Yeah, you have Matthew Stafford. Who can sling it? Nakua he had a play a couple weeks ago where he took kind of a short pass and took it to the house. I didn't know he had those wheels. Like he's he's a very good player. So as our, as is Rashid Rice and Devontae Adams, all guys you'd want on your team. But this week, yeah, I'm with you. Puka Nakua, I think, is the way to go. And that's non PPR. Right. I don't think that changes anything for us. I, I
1: mean if it was PPR, Nakua, I think would probably even be a better option because yeah. he like it's crazy to think that I mean he's not the number one wide receiver that is still Cooper Cup, but Nakua's like a one a yeah he's pushing he's, he's like certainly he, pushing he's right he gets a ton of targets and he hauls them in he's a very talented guy and i i don't know if this is outlandish of me to say is just sorry i'm running long here but like with cj stroud possibly missing some time in concussion protocol if the texans kind of fade out here down the stretch the rams continue their push and make the playoffs like is puka the offensive rookie of the year I already cashed out my future on Stroud because it was basically like my full winnings. And I was like, I have nothing. I have a few dollars to gain at this point. So I cashed it out. So I wouldn't hate to see it because like, he's been great. CJ <laughs> Stroud's been great. He actually had a couple down weeks last week in particular. Now he might miss a game or two with injury. Is that crazy?
0: No, because I think Pukunuku was only like 400 yards away from the all-time rookie, rookie record was. in receiving. He's close to Jamar Chase. I, th- I think there was a guy, and he only played 14 games. I I apologize. I don't have the name in front of me. We're running late, so I won't go too far into it. But he, he could, like, break the modern-day record for receiving yards for a rookie. So I think that that would not be the craziest thought. And uh, Cooper Cup, for whatever reason, I'm just looking, you know, his first couple years, he had, he missed a game into injury. His second year, he missed half the season. Stayed healthy for three years, but the last couple of years, there's been those injuries. So there might be some concerns there. Obviously, when he's in and healthy, he's one of the league's best. But yeah, Pukunuku has definitely taken a, a little bit of the, the burden there. He's he's stepped up very admirably. So I think that's probably your go-to start right there. And uh, Amazon Driver says, if it, if, if it was known, the prize for Just Survivor Pool was in for a guest segment. I would have tried harder. Next year. Yeah, well, next year we're going to go big. $1,000 buy-in. Winner gets an (laughs) all-expensive trip to the Super Bowl. It's going to be massive. Very cool. Yeah, it's (laughs) going to be huge. Uh, We'll take a break. When we come back, we'll get to Jeff Ulrich of Matthew Barry's Fantasy Life. You can give him a follow on Twitter at TheFantasyGrind. That's next. It is Fantasy Frenzy here on Sports 1440, brought to you by Wilhock Beef Jerky. 1125, thank you for tuning in to Fantasy Frenzy today here on Sports 1440. Connor Halley, Brandon Douglas with you talking all things fantasy sports before we hand things over to the Lowdown with Low Tide. Uh, we'll let you know what's coming up with LT later on in the show. Also the Jason Greger show from 2 till 6 and it is the month of giving and it. it's a fantastic package today. Again, uh, we'll let you know all about that and more coming up in the final segment of the show and I also told Brandon about my plan to potentially sabotage one of my fantasy football leagues. I want your opinion. We'll talk about that after though. Is it uh, is it immature behavior to do that when you're out of the playoffs and you have good players that you could potentially make available? I think it could be fun, could lead to some upsets. So we'll discuss that a little bit later on in the show. Right now, we're going to get to our fantasy wizard brought to you by the Canadian Brew House. You can join the CBH for Monday, Thursday, and Sunday night football for your chance to win awesome game day prizes and qualify for a trip for two to the Super Bowl in Las Vegas. We qualified three people last night out of the Jensen Lakes location. We'll do it again on Thursday and then on Sunday at every CVH around town. It's the best spot in the city to go watch some NFL football. We bring in Jeff Ulrich of Matthew Barry's Fantasy Life here on the show. Give him a follow on Twitter slash X at the Fantasy Grind. Jeff, good morning. How are you doing today?
2: I'm doing really good. Thanks.
0: Good, good. Uh, quick question for you here. We're talking uh daily fantasy goaltenders. Are you in or out on Stuart, Stuart Skinner right now? Obviously it was a slow start. Uh he's played very well in his last six attempts going six and oh. I don't know if the price might be a little bit high, and we've had some people that think he's playing better than he typically does. Uh what are your thoughts on Stuart Skinner?
2: Yeah, I mean Skinner is um, you know, obviously really picked it up since the start of the year. I think that goes without saying. He's still what I would call, like, uh, you know, the epitome of a streaky goalie. Um, you know, he will, like, even against that Minnesota. You know, 20 shots, still still allowed three goals. So, for Daily Fantasy, you know, you're paying up for a guy 8,600. You may not see that many shots with Stuart Skinner tonight, which, you know, just because of how dominant Edmonton has been and how weak Chicago is, that would worry me, like, from a Daily Fantasy standpoint. Now, it's it's obviously a good spot to pick up the win, but in terms of, like, pure upside, yeah, there were – There'd be other spots I would probably be looking towards. Um, you know, it, it really depends what kind of contest you're looking for, what kind of build you're looking for your lineup. Um, typically for GPPs, you know, looking for those those big high finishes, you really want those ceiling kind of uh, ability to get your, your goalie to get you like just a, a boatload of points. Just not sure if Skinner's going to be in there. He's safe play, but... Um, certainly, guys out there who could face more shots tonight.
0: Jeff uh, in town tonight it's going to be a very fun one. Kind of a later puck drop, eight o'clock ish. As Connor Bedard and the Blackhawks are in town. When you look at Bedard as a daily fantasy player, uh, how's he looking when it comes to cost as well?
2: Yeah, I, I mean Bedard is is a much more interesting prospect, right? Because he's sixty seven hundred. Obviously, um, you know the the top centers on this slate. I mean, you got McDavid at ninety three, Austin Matthews at ninety five hundred. That's typically what we see with Connor Bedard. Uh, he just he's kind of in that next level where, you know, I mean he's got the upside, but he just he he's not on as strong a team, so it just doesn't come out as much. But certainly has that two goal upside, you know, multiple point upside, even three point upside, which can also get you the shot on goal bonus. Um, you know, just looking at his player card, he's had over 20 dra- DraftKings points and two of his last four starts. Uh, I think he's an interesting prospect tonight. You know, typically what we see when we get these superstars versus superstar matchups is. The superstars usually end up putting up pretty good matchups. Connor McDavid did it against Sidney Crosby earlier in his career. So I think a lot of people are going to be looking to stack the Oilers tonight. I think that, that obviously you want some exposure to the Edmonton offense, but certainly trying to get Bedard in there um, in like, you know, maybe your utility spot or maybe just uh, as, as one of your centers and, and maybe putting him alongside, um, you know, another cheaper um, Chicago Blackhawks player certainly makes some sense to me. I don't think he's a must play by any means just because of how one side of this game could be. But certainly um, if I was mixing in, um, you know, making multiple lineups for to attack those big prize pools, I would certainly try and mix some of them in, some of him in. <laughs>
0: Jeff Ulrich of Matthew Barry's Fantasy Life joining us here on Fantasy Frenzy. Connor, Hallie, Brandon, Douglas. With you, any questions, 1-833-401-1440. You can also check out Jeff's work at the DraftKings Network. We're talking a little daily fantasy hockey here as well. Uh, when I look at tonight's slate of games, Jeff, uh, there are some good ones that we could see some points being scored. I see the Rangers and Maple Leafs. You've also got the Lightning and Canucks. Uh, is there any games you're looking at that you might think, this is the game I want to go heavy in? Because we're going to see some points.
2: Yeah, there's a couple spots. Um I definitely like the, the the chances here for Carolina and Ottawa to deliver some good performances. Carolina is in desperate need um of some just some uh, a good game. Um they you know, their offense has struggled. We got a lot of guys who haven't stepped up. Stretch is out, but you know, with with that comes opportunity as well. I think there's some really good sort of value opportunities. Jordan Martinick is is 2800 playing on the top line. Uh he's a pretty good, you know, he's a guy who will get the puck on the net three to four times a game when he's given the extra opportunity. That's kind of been his M.O. Again, he's got one goal on the year, but this is a player who's now playing alongside Aho, uh, potentially may even see some power play time. And it's the Senators. I mean, the Senators are one of the weakest defensive teams in the league. So, you know, right off the bat, I think Carolina's in a really good spot for some value opportunities. Seth Jarvis at 5,000, I don't hate either. Um, I think both those wingers, good good spot for a goal. On the other side, too, I mean, I, I think that the the Senators have played a little bit better late and Carolina just has, has not been able to keep the puck out of their own net either. They have goaltending problems. So I think, you know, like a, a Tim Stutzler sort of stack uh, potentially with, like, even just a, a, a power play stack for, for the Ottawa Senators it makes a lot of sense. Like, Claude Giroux's been playing well. Um, certainly at him at 5,500. He's got points in three straight, multiple-point games. He's been shooting the puck more. Really like that price on Giroux quite a bit. So – I think both sides in that game offer um, some, some good balance. You could certainly stack um, the big guys on Ottawa and maybe come back with some of those real extreme value plays um, for Carolina. And then the other spot that I really like, I think this one's going to be a little bit under the radar. I, I like the Penguins quite a bit. Arizona's had a lot of problems in goal late. Um, I know they're, they're down a couple players, like Rust is out, Ricard Raquel is out, but Penguins, four game losing streak at home here. I think they get on track. I think it's a good time to go after Jake Gunsell. Riley Smith is only 3,900. And then obviously, you know, you're going to want to get at least one of Crosby and Malkin if you're going to go full on with Pittsburgh.
1: Jeff Ulrich from uh, Matthew Berry's Fantasy Life as well as the DraftKings Network joins us here on Sports 1440 Fantasy Frenzy with Hallie and Douglas. Uh, Jeff, uh, another team that's been pretty uh, hit hard by injuries, the Detroit Red Wings, both Dylan Larkin and JT Comfort going on IR uh, coming out of the weekend there. Andrew Kopp elevated up to the top line, likely to play with Patrick Kane and Alex DeBrincat as a pretty inexpensive option playing with some talented wingers. Uh, what do you make of Kopp as a daily fantasy option?
2: Yeah, certainly. Um, you know, Andrew Kopp's a pretty um, what you call just you know well-rounded player. Like he's you know, he's he's done this before when he was with the Jets. Like mm-hmm. they'd elevate him, sometimes he'd be a role player, sometimes he'd play in the top six. Um, you know, he's not a player I would expect to to shoot the puck a ton ever, but especially playing alongside DeBrincat. But um, you know, um, D- Detroit has, has had a rough, like you mentioned, with the injuries. They were a really good fade last night against the Stars. But they're playing St. Louis tonight, too, who has just as many issues, I think. Um, certainly not like strong goaltending. So, yeah, I kind of like the spot um, for Detroit potentially. This is pot- like a kind of a good like buyback situation with Detroit. Good time to maybe potentially get back on them. And certainly Andrew Kopp at 3,800. If you're going to play him, you may just want to stack that whole line, that whole first line. Like you said, if it's going to be Kane and DeBrincat playing against each, uh, beside each other or beside Kopp, I should say. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. At the very least, I would want to go with a two man stack with Kopp and try and get at least one of De- probably DeBrincat if you could get up, but certainly playing the three together, DeBrincat, Kopp, and uh, I think it's a good spot against St. Louis tonight. Uh,
1: the Philadelphia Flyers surprising a lot of people this year. Uh, pegged as, probably going to be a basement door they're right up in the uh, third place in the division what like are these guys for real and i mean they kind of spread their scoring around pretty well paced by travis connectney like both in a, a long-term fantasy outlook and maybe as a daily option too. what like the flyers who do you have your eye on now owen tippett has been kind of an under under the radar guy i've yeah. uh, i've liked so far this year
2: yeah absolutely um i think Tippett is probably you know the, the main guy i would i would be looking forward to i think right now the most undervalued player on that team is probably tyson forrester um he's getting pretty good opportunity you know playing like twenty shifts or over eighteen minutes most nights here you know he's still only forty one hundred uh he's got three goals in his last five games again like you said that like again and you're right like they do spread the scoring out so they're they're not a team I necessarily would go and 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 try and stack in a lot of spots but certainly you know like Sean couturier is only fifty two hundred as well um he still shoots the pocket decent amount you know near point per game player. Uh, they're, they're not what you call like a high power offense, but they are top five in like uh, goals expected percentage or creating offense five on five. I think the other thing about Philly is typically I, like, I, I would look to fade the team until playing them. That's the other thing for fantasy, very, very strong defensive team. Like you said, real big surprise. I did not expect this from the Flyers at all this year, but they have put together a really well-rounded squad. I definitely like Tippett. I think the best value for for forwards though is, is Tyson Forrester right now until that price gets up.
1: Jeff Ulrich uh, from Matthew Barry's Fantasy Life joins us here on Fantasy Frenzy. Connor Halley, Brandon Douglas. Uh, Last one for me for you, Jeff. Uh, This one coming in from Karsten on the text line. uh, uh, An NHL Fantasy League setup. uh, Asking about trade value. Looking at uh, Timo Meyer and Matthias Ekholm as a package for Drew Doughty. Do you think that's uh, a steep overpay or based on the season Doughty's having with the Kings, uh, do you think it's a decent
2: value? Oh, man. It's not like a steep overpay, but yeah... (sighs) You, those those defensemen are extremely valuable. The guys mm-hmm. who play like that that many minutes, obviously. I think he, I would probably try and hang on to Timo Meyer. I think he's. I think the Devils are a really high powered offense. Um, shoots the puck a lot. Probably going to continue to you know as he gets back in the lineup and stuff. It's a little bit of an overpay, but it, it all also depends on your roster, right? You know, if you're really weak at defense, I understand it. I, I certainly don't think it's like terrible by any means. I would probably lean on the trying to keep Timo Meyer side if I could, but. Certainly if you need a defenseman, Dowdy is um that King's offense is is raring to go and they're gonna lean on Doughty the whole way. So it's a pretty equal trade, I think, when it comes down to it. It really comes down to your roster needs.
0: Jeff, thanks so much for doing this today. Really appreciate you hopping on. Uh no problem, guys. Thanks a lot. Take care. That is Jeff Allark of the Matthew Barry's fantasy life, as well as a DraftKings contributor with the DraftKings network. Give him a follow on Twitter or X at the Fantasy Grind. Great stuff there. Uh, daily articles keeps you posted throughout the entirety of the season, and uh, also writes about golf. So when there's a big tournament, we're going to call to Jeff and say, let's talk some fantasy golf, baby.
1: Can't believe we didn't uh, chat with Jeff before the uh, the Hero World Hero Challenge, whatever a couple weekends ago that was. Uh, a lot of big names playing in it. Was that the Tiger Woods one? Yeah.
0: Yeah. We were busy. We had other things going on. <laughs>
1: and uh, I will say this for anybody who said uh, checking Jeff out on Twitter, uh, usually good for some laughs here and there as well. Uh, doesn't uh, He understands that uh, in this big world of sports and things, it's okay to poke fun at yourself and, uh, and some others sometimes in good nature too. So usually a good couple of uh, chuckles by following Jeff. His most recent, the Chargers' new starting quarterback, and it's an Easton hockey stick. The... Uh, <laughs> You can get, like, a remade version of the original Synergy. Oh, really? A guy, guy on my beer league, like, the, yeah, I think you can get this it in silver or yellow. And uh, a guy on my beer league team, uh, he has one. He says he loves it. I asked him, I was like, do you know actually, like, what stick it actually is? Just painted to look like the Synergy. And he said, I have no idea. Didn't care. As soon as I saw I could order it, I was getting it. He's like, I always wanted one as a kid. Never got one. And uh, so he pounced on the opportunity. I'm pretty sure Easton is owned by Bauer now. Although, uh, I don't think Easton actually makes any hockey equipment anymore, but uh, the company itself is owned by the same one as Bauer, so it might just be a Bauer stick with a, a Easton paint job. Either way, very cool. The yellow, classic. That one's all-time. I had the,
0: when I was a kid for Christmas, I got the uh, Gretzky silver Easton. Do you remember that one? Like the aluminum? Yeah. Oh, man.
1: Oh, baby. That was unreal. Those aluminum uh, shafts, they were... <laughs> They had their moment in the sun. <laughs> it might have been a pretty short moment, but they had it all the same.
0: Also, one year I got some Winwell hockey gloves. I don't know if you remember. those. oh, oh
1: God, yeah, yeah. I mean, those are still the the Canadian Tire special. I think are I, they? I think like that. They still you can still get them. I want to say like Wendell Clark probably Yeah. Used that, them. That sounds right. Actually,
0: I don't know. They were uh, great, uh, great gloves for getting out there and having some fun with my aluminum stick blade breaks oh man
1: i'm out for uh, 10 hours as so you try to like then, shimmy then it you, you gotta get into the, the- heating so, it up it's so funny i don't know why my i mean i was a kid my brain you know not fully developed still not sure it is yet actually but like i would sit there for hours with like my mom's hair dryer to heat up the glue and i had to put a new yeah. blade and either uh i did have an aluminum one but that it wasn't like a new i used it as my yardstick like uh out shooting pucks off the plywood or whatever Made me stronger. <laughs> uh, but then when you get your first, like, fiberglass shaft. So I'd use a hair dryer to heat up the glue, but it would take forever, even with the heat blast. 10-hour process. Instead of just <laughs> opening the oven door and, like, sticking it in there for a minute. That's less like, cool. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then when I worked in, a, like, a sports uh, shop here in town uh, while I was in school part-time, you get, like, the actual heat guns and it takes 30 seconds to basically melt the glue so much it's like running off onto the floor. Times were tough as a kid, I tell you. <laughs> they were. They were, but I, I always
0: liked that. You put in the work, and then when you got out there, it just felt different. Well, we'll take a break. When we come back, uh, we got some messages here from Tiger B, Camaro Sparky. We'll get to those and more. Also, it's coming up on the show today with Lowdown with Low Tide, the Jason Greger, so the month of giving, and uh, should I sabotage my fantasy football league? We'll talk about that. Coming up next, after the break, it is Fantasy Frenzy, brought to you by Wilhawk Beef Jerky here on Sports 1440. Welcome Welcome back to Fantasy Frenzy here on Sports 1440. Connor Halley, Brandon Douglas with you. Having fun looking at memes. show brought to you by Wilhawk Beef Jerky. Check them out online, WilhockBeefJerky.com or in person, Spruce Grove, West Edmonton Mall, and Leduqua, 1-833-401-1440 is the text line. we got about 10 minutes. So in that time... We'll read your text, and we'll also let you know what's coming up on the station today. And we start off with up next. It is the Lowdown with Low Tide. They've got some Oilers preview today. Some NHL rumors, and at 1 o'clock, they'll be joined by Ben Pope. He covers the Chicago Blackhawks for the Chicago Sun-Times. And then at one twenty, it is Daniel Nugent Bowman of The Athletic covers the Oilers. So uh, basically, an early Oilers pregame for you, starting at 1 o'clock. And then at 2 o'clock, it is the Jason Greger Show and we'll just keep it going. We have got Pat Boyle. He is the NBC Chicago Blackhawks pregame host. At 2.40, we'll be joined by Richard Nault; That is the JPHL commissioner. We'll go inside the community for United Cycle. We'll open it up at 3 o'clock, 3.20, Dave McCarthy. Then we've got Sean Brown at 4. He's out in Halifax, I believe. I believe his son got a scholarship out there. I think that's what, what's going on. To FX? We'll, we'll we'll confirm that at uh, three, four o'clock today. Premier's premier program at FX. He's out in, uh oh, yeah, out in Halifax. I love that town. Side note. Never been. You got to go. You have to go. <laughs> Book your trip right now. Okay. Jason Stradwick at 420. We've got five questions. Mark Specter and Derek Van Deest. Also, it is the month of giving continuing on today and a very functional package today as it uh, plays on my phone. We got music going with it. you, you want to go check our post on social media? very festive got to boost those numbers on Instagram Facebook and Twitter slash X we're also on threads if you want to give us a follow I think that's all of it for now but uh, today we've got a $2,500 gift card from the brick and they're also going to throw in a Samsung 75 inch CU 8000 crystal UHD 4k smart TV Brandon
1: you were just shopping for TVs I was and uh, the brick has probably the best selection uh, at least of like these premiere type TVs, and that's uh, what you're getting there in that Samsung one. It's 75-inch. Man, wish I could have shelled out for a 75, but uh, I uh, wasn't quite willing to to spend that much coin, although the brick, you can get great deals on it too. So maybe I should have, but um, pretty limited space where I was putting anyway. So a 65 was more than satisfactory, but man, you can get a 75-inch kind of almost as a throw-in on that package, and of course, always always for a great cause. Man. Count me in,
0: hundred percent. And all money raised today will be going to Santa's Anonymous, which, to uh, simplify it, they just want every kid to get a toy on Christmas. Very simple. So that's what we want to help do today. That'll be running from two to six on the Jason Greger show. You can text into one eight three three four zero one fourteen forty. Text coming in. Fat Efron says we need Fantasy Frenzy to be two hours long. You're just making us work more. We would love to do that. Maybe one day down the road. We're going to see how it goes, because there's going to be a time in the year where there's not a lot of fantasy sports going on, and you might just get Brandon and I talking about our favorite country artists or something.
1: No, we're going to do a, uh, both of you and I are in a rewatch of Game of Thrones, but we'll do, we'll start over again and do a day-by-day episode breakdown over the, that'll be one break each day, an episode of Game of Thrones. That's the real fantasy.
0: I I do love Game of Thrones. I'm used, you started it,
1: you got me to get back into it. So, yeah, because we both just renewed our Crave membership yeah. uh, on the Black <laughs> Friday sale. So I was like, got to get my money's worth, just crush out as many episodes of Game of Thrones as I can uh, per day. Usually throw that on for a couple hours in the afternoon as I'm booking the next morning show. And then once the, the games, whatever they may be, hockey or football, the occasional hoops game start around five o'clock, switch the channels over to that. But yeah, season five, episode one, that'll be at today's viewing when I get home. It's going to be good. Maybe we'll start a news
0: show and we'll <laughs> re- recap it every day. Uh, tiger says when my kids were done playing hockey, twigs were
1: three hundred. Now they're over four hundred. Yeah, it's not going to stop there. And yeah, that tiger that's on the low side. I think the top end stick this fall winter is creeping actually closer to five hundred dollars now. I think about four seventy. I think four fifty for sure. Um, B,
0: longtime listener. Not sure about the gloves, but Messier rocks the Windell helmet for a long time. Yeah, we also have a Jamie saying that. Messier wore the Windwell helmet and gloves and Cooper bought Windwell and sold the helmets under Cooper's name. Oh, big easy says Tom Pody is to rock the Easton aluminum. Yeah. Pody, he became kind of a whipping boy in town here. Uh, hey guys, I just squeaked into the playoffs. Herbert and Stroud are hurt. Who should I go after? Camero Sparky, Browning, Smith, Flacco available.
1: Wow. Camero Sparky. Funny. You should say this because this is near the situation I'm in myself. albeit in two different leagues. So, Justin Herbert goes down in my Dynasty League. My backup was Deshaun Watson. Still holding on to him, of course, since it is Dynasty, and I'm still a believer in Deshaun for some reason that I've yet to uh, figure out. But I picked up Baker Mayfield as an insurance last week, and now I'm kind of looking at other options for this week. Every one of these guys was on my radar I strongly consider Joe Flacco, but I'm already a little too vested in Browns with Amari Cooper and David Njoku in my starting lineups in both leagues. Um, and Jake Browning, how can you not like what you've seen from him? And maybe he might not be available in yours, but I uh, put in a bid, and I hope nobody else is listening uh, from my league and are going to outbid <laughs> me on this. But uh, but Matt Stafford is who I'm after uh, Good chance he's probably owned if your league is big and deep enough. Uh, I found it pretty fortunate to have him there, but I actually still really like Baker Mayfield as an option too. Um, Once again, between him and Browning, I think that's where you're looking at the most talent around them and putting the ball in the hands of playmakers. And that's what the Bengals can do. That's what uh, Baker Mayfield can do with Rashad White, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, uh, even Kate Otten uh, from time to time. So I would say uh, Browning probably over Flacco. But if a guy like Baker is out there, I wouldn't rule him out as a, as an option either. Bronco Brad
0: chiming in. Let's ride, Brad. Congratulations on your victory this past weekend. Wish you didn't hurt Herbert. But yeah, what the hell? I also hope it leads to the Chargers getting a better player. So if we get uh, Maserati Marv or uh,
1: if the Chargers Bowers. pick in the top five, Connor, are they going for a skill play? Like yes, skill player. Yes, they. There's nowhere else that needs more addressing. Well, we're going to get rid of our dumb
0: coach who can't play defense. He was a defensive guru. Bill Belichick's coming and you wait and see.
1: could be Jim Harbaugh. Has as well. Bill Belichick done a good job of uh, selecting players? No, he's not going to be GM. Yeah. Just coach. But you don't think he'll have a say? No. If he's like, Oh yeah, no. if I'm coming, I want to Bill, say This isn't who, New England. Who are the top five picks going to be? Get back to the field and coach. That's what you're paid
0: to do. <laughs> Go Just coach. Shut, shut up and coach. You've done nothing else. <laughs> United cycle sells the energy stick. Brad also says that's what we had to get in there. Uh, DK says, can I trust the Lions offense this week? I have Laporta, Gibbs, and St. Brown. Well, I wouldn't trust for all three of them. I, I mean, and that's spread amongst different leagues, but I would think so. Who did the Lions play this week? The Do we
1: Broncos. Who's de- oh, it's, D, they're stout. The problem is that, that should be flexed, the, the numbers way. can be misleading um, because the Broncos defense was so bad at the start of the season, highlighted by that 70-point uh, game against the Dolphins. But basically since week five, I think, they have one of the best defenses in the league. And, uh, and like, we can't forget, this is virtually the same one as last year where they would have been a playoff team if they could average 17 points of offense a game, which they could not. So their defense is very good. Um, but the Lions offense, and we know the Lions can't stop anything on defense again, so they're going to have to put up points. I, I, I don't see a reason not to trust the Lions uh, it, on the offensive side of the ball, I should say. Well, they got rid of Bradley Chubb. And uh, you know, that mistake he made last night,
0: taking his helmet off after missing a sack. Bad oh, move. Can't be doing that. Uh before you tank in your fantasy league, you need to think about how bad the punishment is for coming for last and how vindictive they can be, the people you're playing with, Derek and Calgary. Well, there is no punishment in this league. So I'd go unscathed and people might not like it, but you know what? When you finish third in twelve team league in points and you don't make the playoffs, you're gonna be
1: frustrated. Connor's frustrated. Connor is Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, right now. That was a p- call. He's, yeah, yeah, he's upset.
0: <laughs> you know what? And I, I, what are they gonna do? What are they gonna do about it? That's my question. Kick you out of the league? Then, then good. I don't you, even want to be in that league if that's the way it's gonna go. <laughs>
1: Take your ball and go
0: home. Yeah, I'll f- focus it on my other league, right? But, uh, but maybe because
1: we cause we we'd alluded to this uh, earlier in the show, and, and Derek, I think probably picking up on what you were getting at, but maybe if you would care to elaborate a little bit about maybe what you might be scheming up here.
0: Well, you know what? Maybe we'll tease it because we only have two minutes left.
1: So maybe we'll, we'll <laughs> tomorrow, look, Yeah, tomorrow. we'll dive into this more extensively tomorrow. And that's what we call in the biz. And the a funny tease. the funny thing is is that by waiting to do this until later in the week. There's already all the waiver claims from tonight are going to go through, and might because you, your league runs on priority, not yeah. on bids. So it might totally have shifted the waiver priority list. Maybe it will,
0: maybe. But maybe I maybe I want to compete. Maybe I want to try to move up to second in the league in points scored. And. St-
1: And still miss the playoffs but yeah the higher you finish in points for at least then you like have things to complain about all off season (laughs) every time you meet up with your buddies for for beers and I like I know not everybody does but I still get the chance to to sit around a table with the majority of people I play fantasy football against at uh, different stretches and it's always a topic of conversation whether it is the second weekend of December or the middle of April it always comes up so uh at least then you have something to to fall back on to defend yourself and then uh, naturally to complain about at the same time. Fat on a couple of things. So I never seen Game of Thrones, but I have
0: craved, so I might have to start watching it. Watch it and be patient and watch it with the IMDb page. No, that might give you spoilers, but just the the cast, you have to like almost
1: the, watch the family tree. The first time through it is so hard to follow. like There's I'm so many I'm not names. Gonna, I watched it with somebody that has or a group of people that had already watched it. And that helped tremendously, but I still was like constantly confused, but like, where do we see that guy before? Who's his cousin, et cetera, et cetera. Who's he uh, having relations with? Family tree. A family tree is helpful. I really use the family tree actually when watching... Uh, house of the dragon so did i because that like, was that was even more confusing actually i thought because
0: they all look the same how do you relate to daenerys and Jon yeah. snow and the baratheons and all
1: that yes you you definitely but definitely check patient. it out strongly encouraged very good program
0: also says careful i talked bad about it with my league yesterday and my commissioner gave me a fine well you know what johnny brandon sounds you guys, like
1: you're in a dictatorship you guys
0: want to find me come at me i'll be the bad boy of fantasy football I'm a bad team. Might as well be the bad boy to go with. Uh, that's going to do it for us. Big thank you to Jeff Alrick for hopping on the program today. Make sure you give him a follow on Twitter or X at the fantasy grind. He's got some great stuff going on. Thank you to you for tuning in today. Uh, we'll go more into my sabotage plans tomorrow on the program. Uh, we'll also recap the Oilers and Blackhawks who played tonight at eight o'clock. Up next, it is the lowdown with Low Tide and Declan Kruger. Send them a text. Say hello. That really uh, gets their show off on the right foot. For Brandon Douglas, I'm Connor Howley. Thank you guys for tuning in today. Let's get to an update brought to you by Wilhawk Beef Jerky, home of Alberta's best beef jerky locations in the Duke Bruce Grove, and West Edmonton Mall, wilhawkbeefjerky.com. Here is Brandon Douglas.